Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. You have made it to the end of the self-care month here on Homeschool Together. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate you, and we hope all these uh, kind of you know, quirky episodes that we put together is kind of like it's something a little bit different. We, yeah. We're always searching for We'll be themes. back to your regularly scheduled program next week. Of but course, of course. This is our last full episode. We, we have one more short bite this Thursday okay. where we're going to uh, kind of round out this topic. But, you know, we felt like this was kind of a... I don't know, it was like a spring cleaning for, for yeah. us as parents, and, yeah. and this is the last one. So. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about personal goals. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that I was going to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, today we wanted to talk about, um, you know, we, we have so many goals for our homeschool. We're paying so much attention to our kids. We're giving them all of the uh, our energy and time. Yeah. Um, but there's also things we personally want to accomplish yeah. or things we want to better ourselves and just different different things. And, you know, how can we find the time yeah. to carve out to, you know, care for ourselves and reach our personal goals is what we wanted to talk about today. Well, and, and you know, you're... You're very busy. You got the career and all that stuff, and I'm, you know, I'm home with the kids, and I and I totally empathize with everybody listening who is home every single day, chasing kids, trying to cram phonics and addition and a little bit of science and keeping the house together. It you are the first person to be put on the cutting room floor. Like you're you're the thing that gets cut from the movie every single day, and I know it can be very struggle. You know, it can be a lot of struggle. It can be a lot of like you know, searching for meaning, you know, obviously you're, you have meaning in your kids and, but, you know, just having your own sense of accomplishments that are outside of this, you know, every day mm-hmm. working with the kids is, as I know is something that, you know, uh, I see it on the stay at home dad forums where they're talking about, you know, I, I feel bored. I feel lost, rudderless, things of that nature. Almost always the comments come in, dude, you got to get a hobby, dude, you got to figure out something else to do, dude, you got to get some free time to go do mm-hmm. and be a real person. You know, you let those kids kind of... We have to have an identity outside of just being a parent. Exactly. And that is a really hard thing to do. It can be very hard. It's hard to do for parents who send their kids off to school. And then because we homeschool, oh, our yeah. lives are even more integrated with our children. And so it's really hard to have that separate identity. Absolutely. And so today we're going to be talking about, you know, what you know, you as the listener are, can only define what whatever those goals are. Like if it's a hobby, if it's an accomplishment, if it's school, if mm-hmm. it's getting fit, whatever that goal is, it's something you're going to have to de- to define. But today we're going to be talking about, well, ways and means to achieve those things. Right. How can you move forward? So let's talk a little bit about, you know, why achieving goals is such an important thing, you know, as you're homeschooling. Why is it as, imp- as important? As, yeah. And I think it's really important. It's important because we need to have something to strive for, right? As yeah. humans, we, we want to continue to better ourselves. And yeah. uh, so it's really important from that standpoint. It's also important that we need to pursue things that bring us joy, right? So if mm-hmm. these goals that you have are, um, they bring you joy in, in, in the 
the seeking of the goal, that's one thing. Or if achieving the goal is the thing that's going to, you know, like maybe, maybe you're learning to play an instrument and that's, you know, that gives you, that gives you joy throughout the whole process. Or maybe it's like, oh, uh, I'm want to start a small business and I'm going to be so happy when I have this business for myself. It's going to maybe ease some financial strain on my family or whatever it is, right? Like, you know, we, you have to take the time to pursue the things that bring you happiness yeah. individually, aside from your identity as a parent. Well, and, and it, it only makes sense because, I mean, if you think about the homeschool and taking care of the kids as a, you know, full-time job, right? A lot of people like yourself and a lot of other people out there who work every day and come home, mm-hmm. they have things that they do in their spare time, woodworking or, you know, um, gardening or whatever that might be, or even a side business, a side gig that they've you know always wanted to do or learning to play an instrument. That was a good example there. Um, they're allowed to have those type of freedoms. They're allowed to have those type of goals and, and things. And that doesn't mean, you know, why should you not have that same thing? Why should you not be able to, you know, pursue something that gives you a lot of joy and, and a lot of, a lot of meaning. Right. And, and I think that it's hard because, you know, when you have a job and, you know, if you're one of the, if, if you were one of those people and there are plenty of those people that can't let their job go right yeah. when they go home. But you I, know, I, I was one of those people yeah. for, for a while and for until long, you yeah, got a to a better company relationship. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, but you know, we, as we, as workers, we go in, mm-hmm. we start working, we go home, we're off the clock. When you're a homeschool parent, you're kind of always on the clock, right? Your job is that never a, That's always the over. joke I tell you. You're like, hey, let's do something as a family this weekend. I'm like, wow, just another day ending in Y. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like you you never get to like get off the clock, right? Yeah. When I leave work, I, I can, you know, say it's okay for me to forget about work until tomorrow. Yeah. But, you know, you're, you're kind of living it always. So it's really important that you take the time yeah. to you know, put yourself first. Another important thing about goals is, you know, it does set a good example to the people in your family, you know, whatever that might be showing mastery or showing struggle, Mm -hmm. um, you know, having perseverance, perseverance, and then, you know, sharing that with your children, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, you know, having them come along with that journey as well, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. You are, as an example, are doing an MBA, right? And so middle of my MBA program, I can, you know, talk to our daughter, and say, look at mommy is studying. She's mm-hmm. working hard. She's trying to get good grades. She's learning her material. She's reading. She's taking her lectures. She's mm-hmm. listening to her teachers. And this is, you know, a great example, a great working example to, mm-hmm. you know, show our daughter and be like, mommy's working hard. Daddy works hard. We all work hard. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the, the slow boat on my, on my MBA because yep. my company's helping to subsidize that. And I don't want to, you know, go beyond the bounds of what they're subsidized, of course, <laughs> per semester. So I'm not going to graduate with my MBA until um, like 20, early 2027. So it's, this is the, the slow path. Yeah. But the thing is, by that time, the, the age of our kids, our older daughter is going to be 11. Our younger will mm-hmm. be somewhere in that 7-8 zone. I'm going to, I'm purposely structuring it so that I'm going to finish in a spring semester so that I can go to graduation. I can go walk. And yeah. we're going to take a trip to the university I'm getting my degree at. And we're going to go to graduation. Yep. And my you know, pretty impressionable kids at 11 and eight are going to see mommy walk and get her graduate degree. And I think that the, the experience of that, and we're going to get to go and tour the college campus yeah. and ha- have that whole thing. 
um, I almost think it's better that I'm graduating a little bit older with, yeah. with the kids a little bit older because they're going to get to see that. And I'm thinking like, oh, what a great example this will be to show them, you know, it's never too late in life to go back and get a degree. Uh, I have another friend who's thinking about maybe going back and getting her accounting degree. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a great example that would be for your child to see you, you know, not having given up on your dreams and continuing to pursue that. Well, and you're pursuing different skills and, and different knowledge. And that's another reason why, you know, pursuing your goals is great because it can make you a more well-rounded person. Absolutely. You know, whether that skill is music that right. can then translate into homeschool. Right. You, you learn the guitar so then you can teach your kids a guitar. Or even just understanding music theory can sure. translate to, okay, maybe they don't want to play the guitar, but you can then teach them piano. Right. Or whatever that Or music appreciation or yeah. you're starting a small business and you're figuring out all these things that you have to do to start. Maybe yeah. it means that you're going to be able to help your child better with their math or yeah. with, you know, uh, you'll be able to even just impart lessons you're learning mm-hmm. to them. I've even in my MBA, even though it's, you know, obviously so high level, there have been things that I've shared with my daughter yeah. that, you know, it's like, oh yeah, mommy's right now learning about buying and selling relationships. She's like, buying and selling. I'm like, well, yeah, what happens? I'm, I'm in business law this semester. What happens when one person pays for something and the other person doesn't deliver it? She's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, you know, and so she's thinking through all these logic problems that I'm giving her and I'm like, yeah, there's a law for that. And yeah, this is what would happen. What do you think the law would be in a case where, Two people said they agreed to something and then one person didn't do the right thing. What do you yeah. think the law would do? And, you know, so it's yeah. giving her some cool logic problems, too. So, she's actually really enjoying. Well, and you're kind of like overflowing with, you know, information and knowledge. And, and that's kind of the importance, right, to fill you, to have your cup filled. We've talked about having our children's cup filled and how well that allows them to have a better day be ready for, you know, new things, be a little bit more relaxed. We've seen, mm-hmm. you know, our kids be more relaxed. But if your cup is full with your personal goals being achieved, you are then also ready to engage in different things. Like, oh, I feel fulfilled because I got an hour of working out today and I got a writing sprint in the morning. My day's day's done from from my standpoint. I'm free to do anything you want. Well, you don't have those things weighing on you. Weighing on you like, oh, I I gotta do that thing later tonight. Like one of my worst days is like, if I didn't get my workout in the morning, I didn't get, or I didn't get the writing sprint, I've got to do that workout in the afternoon, but if the afternoon falls through, then I've got to do that in the evening, and all of a sudden, you know, my evening gets really, really crunched, and I don't have a lot of free right. time. Right, and you're and like, okay, let's get the kids to bed because I've got to weigh me down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that can that can drain on you through the day, and so if you, you know, I'm talking about doing that in the morning. You know, your your available time may only be at a certain time, but if you don't get your scheduled time, you'll feel a little empty, and and you'll need yeah. you'll want yourself to be fulfilled, and so. That is another piece of, you know, kind of that pie. Yeah, we tend to feel drained if we don't get the time we need. Talking about, you know, goals in general, there is a really great acronym that people use for when you're defining a goal, you know, because goals would be like, oh, yeah, I want to go do that thing. But how do you get from A to B? And A to B is kind of that that stretch. And a lot of times that's where a lot of the discovery is coming from. There are methods and ways of defining that that path so that it is an achievable thing. So mm-hmm. one of the famous ones, we may have all heard of, heard of it, but um, the SMART calculation. Um, I know my my goals for my corporate career, my quarterly goals that were tied to bonuses and you know structured payouts mm-hmm. and things of that nature, 
we're all smart driven. Yeah. Right. And it's like the only way to define something. Our that goals is, for this podcast are smart driven. We know, talk about we these. We talk about you know, this what, all the time. Where yeah. do we want to be at as far as, you know, download numbers, as far as, yeah. um, you know, what we want to have achieved and covered and, you know, that kind of stuff. We, we have, we have smart goals for this too. Absolutely. We had a whole episode on smart goals that Matt will link in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, that was more like how to use smart for your homeschool, but let's get into smart a little bit. Yeah. So basically it's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Okay. So let's break specific it down just is, really quick. A lot of times you can say like, Oh, I want to go do this thing. But unless you are specific about what that goal is, like right. the micro details, I want to be the best co- podcast in the world. You know, that's, that's that's that, not that's not specific yeah. i you know i want to hit two hundred and fifty thousand downloads by our third year yeah that's a specific Spe- yeah, goal it's, it's a yeah because it is measurable it's right? measurable it has some data that's associated right. to it so you have s and AM. yeah we couldn't say i want to be a medium-sized podcast by our third year <laughs> what does medium-sized mean right you have exactly. to have some way to like measure it so yeah. and then the next thing is you have so you have measurable thing but you got to make sure also that that specific Thing that you defined is achievable right right i want to have five million downloads by our third year and right now we're only at 150 or yeah, whatever yeah. like that's not gonna happen so the next one would be realistic sometimes they say relevant as well but uh, we like the, the term realistic because a lot of times the goals that you have defined and the actions that you're taking to those goals may not be realistic with the resources and time that you have like for example right. My goal is to write 12 books in one year. That's not realistic with the time that you have and the resources right. that you have. As now, a, technically, you as a person could, could achieve 12 books in a year. But you'd have to write 5,000 words a day. Right, considering, if, but if you only have an hour a day, yeah. then it wouldn't be realistic. Yeah, and I always like the term realistic because it, 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 it structures not just your the specific, the measurable, the achievable, it asks the the overarching question. It kind of goes to the top line and says, is the total thing that you're doing realistic? Like I want to create a fashion brand that's going to make $10 million and, you know, out of my garage. And like, that's not really realistic. You might be able to do something that's boutique and small that you can sell on Etsy, right? That's something that's probably a little bit more realistic yeah. as opposed to these grand visions. Yeah. It, le- it lets you really look at, do I have, what resources and time do I have to put into it? Exactly. You know, which is so key to actually being able to achieve your goal. And the, the, the other thing that comes with the kind of the measurable thing is the timely. And that was kind of in the realistic as well. The You'll time. see timely or time bound. I want to be able to do this thing with these measurable goals that's achievable and realistic in this time. Right. And is that time by this date or yeah, whatever? If by this date, by maybe uh, the end of the year or in the next two years or whatever that might be. Like, for example, today we were at my writer's group and we were asking the writers in the room, what are your goals for the next five years? Like, where do you see yourself in five mm-hmm. years? And that's such a big question. I would actually have pulled that in. Where do you see you at yourself at the end of the year? Right. Because five years is, I mean, there's so many variations. Lots of things that happen in five yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. But where are you going to be in a, in a year? Like that's something that's achievable, 365 days. You're going to go on a weight loss journey. Where are you going to be in a year, right? Where are you going to mm-hmm. be in six months? Like that's something that's very timely and you mm-hmm. can put your goals in that in that distance. And why I like having the timeliness with a goal is because it makes it more present, right? Something close to you, something that's you know near. And that's there's something funny about when people start to try to work towards a goal that is like, 60, 90, 120 days away. That's something that's like really, really close. Like that's something you can really work towards. You can see and take action. You can sacrifice in the short term. Like for example, like, oh, Ariel's going to do a, you know, uh, she's going to do, you're going to work on a play, right? And it's going to take 
two or three months to prepare to the final end. And that's something that's very timely. I'm going to be the best. This is going to be my first, you know, time at this position on the play Mm -hmm. or my first time I'm going to be stage managing or the first time I'm stage managing with this large of a cast, right? These are, you know, very timely goals where you can commit to it for, you know, two or three months, right? Absolutely. And, And then at the back end of that, you'll say, I will now have this experience or I'll now have mm-hmm. this capability and then I can go forward and say, well, what's going to happen over my next, you know, six months. This is kind of a, a methodology around the agile development with our software that I used to do. Understanding and looking at things in shorter time, time horizons, because you can get work done and then you say, okay, I've you achieved get that sense of achievement. I've achieved this thing. I've learned something. Now I need to make the next step. Mm-hmm. I have my two or three or four year goal in place. You know, okay, maybe I want to do this thing, right. but I'm taking these steps that are timely mm-hmm. and that are achievable, that are measurable, yep. that are realistic, that are, you know, something I can do. Right. right? With my MBA, I, I had to take a, a series of foundational courses because I have, I don't have a business background. I have an engineering background. Yeah. And when I finish with those courses, which I've just finished with my last one, I'm going to receive a graduate certificate. And that was like, okay, that was my first step, my first step, my minimum viable because product. You, you could, yeah, your MVP, you could get that. And you could say, I'm, I'm done. I think I'm good. Right. I could say, you know, that was too much on my family. We can't do it. it yeah. You know, as it turned out, I've, I've really been enjoying it. I'm going to continue and I want to get my full degree. But it was like, okay, great. That was like an initial thing. And now I'm going to get this piece of paper next month. And I think it's really going to help just boost me into my next, you know, my next classes and, and keep going. So once you have your goal set and you kind of have some measurable, uh, you know, details about it, you know, the next thing that you can do is to begin to prioritize. And that's really the big thing because once the rubber hits the road, you need to know where it How lives. How are you going to get it done? Where it lives on the hierarchy. Are the people around you that matter the most that could be impacted by this aware of your goals? And like, supportive of it. And are them. they supportive of it? Your spouse, your children, you know, just your regular schedule, the homeschool in general. You know, can you achieve this thing? And, I, you know, as a, as a job for me for almost 12 years, it was my job to prioritize, you know, what, what we did next. Like that right. was my job. It was like, okay, For what the engineering team? Yeah. Well, right. What are we doing next? What features are we going to work on? What software bugs do we have to do? And here, I have to give them the priority. So like prioritization was like my job for like a long time. And so that's something that I am like acutely aware of, like what is the most highest priority item right now? Or, you know, where does everything live on the priority level? Okay. Kids are number one. Homeschool is number two keeping the house and the people fed number three. Mm-hmm. And then I get my, do I get my level? Is that where I am right. or my goals? So understanding where you fit in the priority and letting everybody know around you, you know, what is important to you, what you need to achieve that. Like I can go to you right. and say, Hey sweetie, um, dinner's done. Dishes are done. Kids have been educated. Dog has been taken out and mm-hmm. fed. Can I get 45 minutes to do a writing sprint. Right. And then she, you're like, absolutely. I can shut the door, put my headphones in, have my Blade Runner uh, ambient music play, and I can go into it, right? And we have that kind of working next. You know, and right. then you'll say, hey, tonight, I, I got my class tonight. I'm like, no no big deal. I got it. I'm going to do activities in the kitchen. We're going to make sure not to bother you. And then you get that time to do your, your Absolutely. Your, your we school, we so. support each other. And, yeah. you know, if you... 
Um, if you can get your, your, your spouse to support, if you need to, maybe you need to call in grandma or you need to call in a friend every once in a while because it's like, Hey, I need this. We, we frequently do, or not as frequently as we'd like, but maybe once a quarter, we like to do a podcast working day Mm -hmm. where we do a bunch of recording. We do a bunch of talking and brainstorming about what we want to do. We go on long walks, talk about what we're doing. Right. Who we want to interview, where we want to take the show. You know, I mean, we, we really talk about this. And so we, I mean, things like this self-care month come out of meetings like that we're yes saying, our last meeting of, we yeah, this yeah, is what we came up i with. remember we were on the we were going the full distance on our walk we yeah. called the full distance it's like a mile um but we were wrapping around that corner i'm like wow what if we did like a self-care thing like talking about you know taking care right. of ourselves we're like as yeah april that's a great time you yeah. know and it's kind of spring <laughs> and you kind of feel rejuvenated and renewed and we're like how yeah, this is a good time to and do it, it came out of that type of right meeting, and yeah. that was a day that was brought to you by grandma yeah. <laughs> because we asked grandma if she would help us out and take the kids for the day so that we could yeah. have this time to do what we need to do to meet our goals so exactly. you know reach out. And the other thing is involve your children with, with my schooling. I've sat down and talked with our kids. Mommy's going to school just like you do school at home. And this is really important to me. And there's going to be times I, you know, I can't, I can't be with you. Sometimes our little one, she'll come in and I'll say, you gotta be quiet. Mommy's on school. And she'll go, okay. And she'll just want to sit on my lap and she'll be really good. She won't, with her little squishies. Right. And, she yeah. won't mess with the keyboard or anything. Yeah. And she'll just sit with me and cuddle and she'll be quiet. Cause she knows that this is my school time. Yeah. And you know, we've talked with a lot of homeschool parents who do have, uh, they do work remotely or something part yeah. of their, their time at home. We have a great interview coming up in a, in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, where where a woman is helping and, and and kind of sharing the duties there. Right, and and so and those parents do that. They talk to their kids. Hey, I, you know, this is important to me. Yeah. And you think about it with your work, like, hey, it's important. Mommy's on a meeting. Yeah. You don't think about it though necessarily with your own personal goals. So you may need to have that conversation with them about, hey mommy or daddy is working on this thing and this yeah. is why it's important to me. Get their buy-in so you can help get their support. Yep. What, like even just tonight when I was putting down our oldest, um, I told her, I said, hey, you know, daddy's got to work out in the morning. I'm going to get my workout in and then I'm going to make you guys lunch, breakfast. And then I want to get some good homeschool because I got a special treat for you coming up at 10 o'clock. But I was like conveying like daddy needs to get his workout in the morning. So you t- you're going to play nicely with your sister and I'm going to get that done in the morning and then we're going to have something fun. And then she goes, okay, daddy, no problem. I promise. I promise. Good homeschool tomorrow. I promise. I promise. You know, I was like communicating mm-hmm. what I needed from them right. in order to, you know, for them to get something fun or, or for me to be released to the wild and mm-hmm. allow them to, you know, do something entertaining. And she's like, well, what are we doing? I said, I'm not going to tell you. She goes, is there donuts involved? I said, no, there's no donuts involved. Are you crazy? <laughs> um, Next thing is for me, something that's really helped me with, with kind of tracking my goals and putting them in the forefront. We all have the black um, 2001 monoliths in our pockets that we, you know, we, we carry around and we stare at um, like the zombies. Da- the dad jokes are, they're just so, they're so stellar tonight. So stellar. 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 <laughs> um, I always like to use apps to help me track those things. I have an issue with um, inbox zero. So I don't like to have any badges that have any... Uh, you know, like messages that are unread or emails. That, the little bubbles on all your apps that all say apps. like Ooh, one or yeah. two or whatever. Exactly. So I use a couple apps that really help me kind of keep these things in, in perspective. The first one I've been using for a bunch of years, almost like three years now, is Strides. Strides is a great app. You can get up to seven daily habits 
before you have to pay. So it's <laughs> so you just get capped at about seven. And I found that seven is, for the most part, really good. Kind of more than you need. More than you need. And so that allows me to track in each goal that you set in there, which is, you know, uh, one through seven, you can just click it off on a daily basis and then it refreshes the next day. can have different um, achievable goals. Like, for example, I go to work out five days a week, right? So I have to hit that bubble five times in the week and it keeps a running tally. Mm -hmm. And then when it's done, it drops off in that week. Like, for example, I have a goal that I have to clean the house and, and organize things three hours a week. And if I do it like one hour in a day. Doing some home improvement. Some type of home improvement, like cleaning the garage or reorganizing something or purging some old toys or whatever. If I click that off three times, like on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it drops away. And on Sunday and Saturday and Sunday, that, that goal is no longer in that list. So my day my daily list kind of truncates. But I also have another goal where I've set it to be something that's cumulative. So I set an end target at the end of the year and every single day I have to do that thing. Mm -hmm. And that's like my words, right? So oh, at the end of the year, I need to write 150,000 words. Every single day I got to write 500 words. So at the end of the day, you know, I get my words in, I count them up on my, my word document and boom, it was 650. I put it in there and it keeps a running tally of what I've done for the year. So you can set different like parameters on each goal and it's really, really helpful. I have one that's been going for three years. I'm like, what was my average sleep? Like I track my sleep on a daily basis now. Yeah, because you, you found you were just, you were running too slim. You were staying up yeah. late and working on things. And um, you were like, yeah, I, I want to I improve my sleep, improve my health. Yeah, so it's a big thing that I've been focusing on trying to drive that habit. And I do that through that app. The next app that I like to use is called Minimalist. And I'll put it in the show notes because it's kind of a tough one to say. It's not Minimalist, but it's Minimalist. It's a very simple, rude, crude way to just keep a quick tally of something so these are these are things that i need to achieve or do for the week like oh watch that lecture on youtube make sure you go and work on your cover for your new book over here and yeah, it's a, a to-do list it's kind of a to-do list but i like it because i can put it on my home screen on the on the uh, on the app my apple phone my iphone um my apple phone <laughs> i got one of them apple phones it ain't working right <laughs> yeah i'm not working right um and i and i can just quickly look at it and you can just swipe it off shake it and it disappears so it's a great way to do a to-do list i really have enjoyed that one another one that i think was bought out by it used to be called wonderlist it was bought by microsoft mm -hmm. and it was changed to the to-do uh, app i really like this one because it's it's a web-based one so you can work on like your desktop you can work on your phone and they all sync. It's really nice. And you can kind of approximate kind of a Kanban board with it. Mm -hmm. And that, maybe we'll talk about that one day. Yeah. Later this year. You know, and you can make different lists with different names on them. Yep. So it's kind of nice. You're just like, oh, here's my home list. Here's my work list. Yeah. Here's my it, homeschool list. It was whatever. super helpful. And then there's obviously the Google task and calendar. And we'll save that for Thursday's episode. And we'll talk a little bit more about how we use our Google calendar and why it's so important. So those are a couple of quick apps that I like to use. So if you're trying to track your, your goals, track your your progress, change some habits. These are apps that have been really helpful to me um, in general. Yep. So that kind of wraps up our our thoughts on personal goals. We, you know, this is the end of our, this is the last week of our, our self-care week. And so we just kind of wanted to, um, you know, wrap this all together with a bow and talk about, yeah. you know, our big takeaways what we what we really want to convey and, and what we on that long walk, what we kind of thought about was the, the, the things that we really wanted to say were that, you know, you're important, 
Yeah. You as an individual, not just as a parent, not just as a spouse, you know, you're important and you shouldn't short, shortchange yourself. Um, that balance is really important because yeah. without it, we're not going to be able to give our kids our best. I and think the balance. Our homeschooling will suffer uh, along with other parts of our lives. Absolutely. But, <laughs> yeah. I think the balance is really key, like, especially if you're trying to achieve things that are personal to you, like a, like a weight loss journey, like we talked about earlier, or, you know, if you're trying to do something that's more personal health, like mental health issues that you're trying to deal with your anxiety and whatnot. You're trying to improve yourself there. Here, maybe you're trying to do something that is more goal-oriented or hobby-oriented. Whatever it is, the balance between those things that are matter most to you in your own personal life juxtaposed against you know your homeschool and your children and keeping the house and you know your relationship with your spouse and all these other important things you are just as important. And I think the balance is a, is a hard thing to learn and a hard thing, hard. That, hard thing to keep. You know, another thing too is, you know, if you haven't prioritized your own needs, it's never too late to start. Like, you know, everything that we've talked about this mm-hmm. week, whether it's our weight loss journey or hobbies, you know, a number of these things that we've talked about, we've given examples um, of throughout all these episodes is they can start at different times. I mean, sure. I've been a stay-at-home dad for seven plus years now, you know, I'm constantly changing and adjusting and, and trying to improve and, mm-hmm. and setting new goals and reading goals. Like how many books am I reading for the year or how mm-hmm. many books am I trying to write or you know, how much weight am I trying to lift over my head mm-hmm. on a daily basis? So I'm always trying to do new things and, and whatever your goals are in your life, they can change over time. And it's, it's it's not, it's not, it's never too late to start. It's never too late. And you know, there may be some adjustment time as Mm -hmm. your family gets used to you changing those priorities and finding time for yourself, but it's worthwhile. Overall, biggest parting thought is that we want our children to see that caring for, for yourself, Mm -hmm. that it matters because we want them to be adults that recognize that their own needs are valid right? Mm-hmm. I, I want my kids, it's good for our kids to see us take time for ourselves and prioritize things that matter to us. I don't want uh, my daughter to grow up and become a mom and think that her identity as an individual is gone and all the things that she, you know, hoped and dreamed for herself that she wanted to do, that all of that goes away because her only identity is now that she's a mom and that's it. And I feel like it's, especially for moms, it's a very, it's really tough for us to separate. And there's a lot of mom guilt and there's a lot of mom shaming of other, there's a lot of, we women love to judge each other instead of support each other. I I don't get that, but we, we seem to do it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So surround yourself with people that support you and show your kids that, you know, they, that their needs are going to be valid even after their parents. I, I think that's the the biggest takeaway for me yeah. is is that it's really important. It's it's important for you and it's important for them to see it. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So let's end it the way we've we've always ended. What are we consuming these days? Ariel and I have, have gotten into a new podcast. We watch it we have it together now. It's on the yes. it's on the consortium called Owned by Wondery. Wondery, if you're listening and you want to have an awesome homeschool <laughs> podcast, give us a give us a ring. Um, but they're basically a company that buys up other podcasts. Yeah. Um, and they kind of have this brand of podcasts that you know, there's like true crime stuff, there's entertainment, comedy, sports. They have all these different types of of, of podcasts that are underneath their umbrella. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I, I got recommended from another podcast that I listened to, which I think is Tides of History. 
Um, they talked about the um, History Daily podcast. Yeah, this podcast is great, y'all. And, and there's it's just totally I've I have I've yet to encounter anything that wasn't family safe. I mean, it's just some of the topics <laughs> might be kind of heavy. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's history, right? So there's things that happened that were bloody and awful. Yeah, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the MO. there was no like language no, or no, it's actually, anything like that. Yeah, it's very clean, very family friendly, language wise, content wise, might be a little bit heavy, but really great for kind of like that. Late elementary, middle school, obviously, all the way up into high school, and 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 adult. We and we love it. So elder, elderly podcasters like it's, ourselves. It's what what happened on this day in history, yeah. and he tells it in a kind of a story format. So and I he doesn't just talk about the day. He talks about everything that like led up led to up it. to the day, and even past that day. Sometimes he, like, he's done some really cool. I listened to the one on the assassination of Julius Caesar, yeah. and he talked all about you know why that happened, and all they're all about. 10 minutes or so 10 to 14 minutes something yeah, like in yeah, there yeah there's a little bit of commercials in there but yeah like he tells you <laughs> yeah tells you yeah you can do it. no don't don't skip through the ads that's how people make money um <laughs> like one of the ones i really enjoyed was the storm that saved japan when the oh Mon- yeah that was a good one was that a good one yeah the mongols were coming and the, this just the storm came out of nowhere and wrecked all the boats and you know saved japan from that invasion every single day there's something if if the, if a topic comes up and you're like hey i'm not really interested in that yeah, you delete it. There's going to be another one tomorrow. Right. And depending on the age of your kids, yeah. you know, you may say like, oh, that's a bloodier one. We'll just skip that one. Uh, they're not ready for that. Uh, but there have been, I have learned an incredible amount. And there's like was, these little short snippets. It's like it's like a really well done Wikipedia article. It, right. But it's it's so short. I We did this. The one that stuck out to me the most, I was telling my dad, I was like, you have to listen to this. Yeah. There was one all about the VW bug. See, I didn't get that one. Oh, you gotta listen to that one. All that right. one's great. The VW Beetle episode. I had no idea it was like um, Hitler's pet project. Oh yeah, I knew about that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I didn't know all about the ins and outs of this. All right, um, I'm going. And to I think it's so one. interesting because you know I kind of think of that as like a hippie type car, and <laughs> but it had all of these different roots, and yeah. so. There are just some super right. interesting the rise ones. Of the VW Beetle. I just downloaded oh, it. Oh, yeah. You got to do that one. It's All a really right. good one. Um, so, yeah, it's a great show. It's really short. It's every day. It's what happened that day in history. Yeah. And it might be a really good springboarding to, you know, open up and do further study on something. He has kind of like matinee episodes and, and like encore episodes on Saturday and Sunday. I haven't listened to any yeah, of those. No, I really just stick to the Monday to, to Friday episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll. Those type of daily episodes that I've always noticed can kind of pile up over time and you can kind of feel <laughs> inbox zero type of guy like myself. I, I hate it when podcasts kind of pile mm-hmm. up um, and I want to just get through them all and, and I found that to be a little anxiety driven. So if I don't like a knee jerk jump into it, I'll just delete it for the day or if I'm like going to be busy that day, I might leave it, see what comes up tomorrow and if it's if something's better tomorrow, I'll delete it, you know, just depending on what your day is. But they're super enjoyable yeah. Really short little snippets. No, he's, the host's name is Lindsey Graham. It's not that Lindsey yeah, Graham. It's so funny. He has that in his bio. It's like, I'm Lindsey Graham, not that Lindsey Graham. Right. Yeah. No. yeah. It's different. It's a different guy. Every time I've, I've heard it advertised on like another podcast that's in the Wondery umbrella, they're always like, Lindsey Graham runs this, not that Lindsey Graham. Different Lindsey Graham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good. Very engaging. Uh, we think you'll really like it. So if your yeah. family is into history at all, check out the History Daily Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. 
We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!